Good morning, stock fam. It is Friday, June 21st. Welcome to this episode of Behind the Bid. This episode is being recorded one hour after the market is opened, as opposed to its usual time, which is one hour before the market opened today, because I had a few technical hiccups. I am in New York City for the Benzinga Trading Summit and staying at this beautiful Airbnb in New York City and got locked out of my Airbnb right as I was preparing for the show. So unfortunately, but thank you for sticking in. And I wanted to do today's show today because, man, there's something really, really interesting that's happening in the market. And I wanted to share with you this has to do with Canopy Growth Corp, Canopy ticker CGC. We're reporting earnings today. And man, this is kind of a sea change. I think this is going to be a pivot point in potentially how we see the cannabis space. Could this be the peak? We're going to talk about that today. So the show I have for you today, we're going to cover the major, major movers in the market. We have Canopy Growth. We have Beyond Meat. We have Carnival Cruises. And then on the back half of the show, I have some penny stocks, which are important to pay attention to today for what's going on with them. So thanks for joining me. Remember, this show is entertainment only, not investment advice. And a lot of people ask me, how was my time at the Benzinger Trading Summit? I would say the absolute highlight of my day was meeting Mr. Guy Gentile himself, who had actually blocked me on Twitter, unfortunately, through some misunderstandings. And I went up to him and I said, Guy, great to meet you. You've blocked me on Twitter. Would you mind unblocking me? And so that was a great introduction. And of course, Guy Gentile is the owner of SureTrader, Mint Brokers. Uh, he's just a, a very colorful character on Twitter. So make sure you follow Mr. at Guy Gentile. Uh, and told, he walked me through some really impressive trades that he has been doing. Uh, personally with his chat room and with his uh, hedge fund. All right, so let's get straight to it. Canopy Growth Corp, ticker CGC. We, uh, we reported earnings here after the bell yesterday, ticker CGC. Of course, Canopy Growth is a $14 billion market cap company. And you can see we reported earnings here right after the bell. And the top here is the one minute chart. And we were actually up one to 2%. And then, uh, then the markets, the aftermarkets closed, the pre-market opened, and we gapped down about 5%. Then we had the conference call here. And after the conference call, we squeezed up a bit, came back down, squeezed up a bit, and then out of, out of the open, squeezed up, and then flushed, and are trading down here about 7% currently in the pre-market. So what's going on with Canopy Growth? Of course, Canopy CPG, CGC is the granddaddy of all cannabis stocks. This is the king, the head of the movement, Canopy Growth, of course, the biggest company in the cannabis space. They are the ones with the backing of Constellation Brands. They have a $4.5 billion war chest cash in their, uh, in their war chest. So here's a great article from Motley Fool saying, Canopy Growth Q4 results, the good news and the bad news. So we're gapping down. You can imagine now that we're gapping down, most traders are walking away, looking at these earnings, thinking, eh, these are, earnings are not so great. But let's go over what is good about them. So what is good is that the company's revenues rose 313% year over year. So they're bringing in about $94 million in revenue, which is, you know what, it's about on par. Uh, that amount of revenue and this about amount of market cap, that is about actually uh, the same level as you're seeing Zoom, the ticker ZM just that just IPO'd, and Slack, ticker WORK, that just IPO'd. So these high, high, super high growth companies, these are getting these very high valuations, and they're all getting them, so that's okay. Now, the bad news with this report 
Actually, I want to lead you through some of the headlines that are that are going across the wire. So here's the street saying canopy growth shares slump after Q4 Canadian pot sales slow. So the, they're saying the pot sales are slowing. This is Bloomberg saying canopy posts sizable Q4 loss on rising expenses. Right. So all these headlines. Right. As soon as we gap down, all the headlines turn negative. Canopy growth earnings slow uh, show decline in recreational pot sales. Right. So. What's happening here is that, so what they did is they broke out the earnings into different types of cannabis sales. So we have recreational cannabis, cannabis sales, we have medical cannabis sales, and we have international medical cannabis sales. So when you look at the numbers, what's unfortunate is even though all, four of, all three of those categories are growing, they actually have declined uh, from, last, from the last year. So um, the recreational cannabis sales were actually down over the most recent quarter. Medical cannabis sales were actually down 41% from the previous quarter, and international cannabis sales were down 25% year over year. So, you know, the revenue is going up, but the sales, the amount of sales for each channel is actually going down. Now, there are some bright spots here, but I think this is what most people are walking away with, is like, how are you growing your revenue and why are can why are these sales down? Why is recreational cannabis sales down four percent? Why are medical cannabis sales down forty one percent from the previous quarter? Is it a problem with demand, or is it a problem with your company execution? And certainly, if it's a problem with demand, maybe the demand is just not there that we expected them to to be, and this is affecting not only CGC, of course, Chrono sticker C R O N. This is gapping down four percent here. Tilray is down two percent. Aurora is down here 4%. So all these cannabis stocks, I think there's some fear that, hey, maybe like, yeah, 300% growth this year. But man, if these, if you're not getting uh, growth in each category, that could be the end of the story. Now, also want to point out revenues did increase 300%, but expansion costs increased 426%. So the amount that they're paying to make this money is going up even higher than the amount of money they're making. So let's bring in some sentiment. This is Matthew W. Pearson saying, CGC, it's game over tomorrow. We're going minus 20%. These are so, so, so bad. With institutions unloading big chunks, I bet we see minus 20% tomorrow. This sector is absolutely finished. Canadian names especially, right? Pretty negative. This is Punkatastic Capital saying, CGC has, seems CGC has accounting fraud problems and a loss of maybe... You know, he's saying like timber on pot sales. Uh, I don't know anything about this accounting fraud. I thought that was interesting. Usually he's a really interesting follow um, on Twitter, but not everyone is bearish. So here's Squee. He's saying that uh, it's down to 41, $41 pre-market. He's looking to buy on this dip, right? So I think there's a lot of traders, especially on stock twits. If you look at stock twits, a lot of people calling CGC. The Amazon of cannabis, right? Amazon for many years continued to lose money, lose money, lose money, lose money. But that's okay because in the end, they had the growth that they can make the money back. And so that's uh, so. This is a really, really heated debate. Uh, revenues up 300%, but each sector declining. And so, is this kind of a, a sea change or is this kind of just a blip? That's where most people, I think, are. All right, let's cover next Beyond Meat ticker BYND. BYND. Uh, Beyond Meat here, we are gapping. We are actually down here 3.5% in the 
in the pre-market. So Beyond Meat, of course, the maker of non-meat protein. And so yesterday what happened was after the market closed on CNBC, there was this interview and they brought on this uh, woman from Consumer Freedom consumer freedom research and she gave this speech about how uh, beyond meat it, it markets itself as this very natural product but in fact it's processed food and the way that they do the processing includes uh, some some it includes a solvent called hexane which is apparently recognized by the US government to be a neurotoxin and so she was putting a lot of fear in people saying actually watch out beyond meat actually can cause cancer now, this is a really strange interview, and this consumer freedom research group is like one or two people, and the, who it's backed by, we actually don't know, she didn't say. So it's kind of a really, was a really strange interview, and so that's why we gapped down here on this stock and are trading down here about 4% on these uh, interest, this interesting interview saying Beyond Meat can cause cancer. All right, next stock, let's go to Carnival, ticker CCL. Carnival today, we, we had a big day yesterday when the stock reported earnings, they gapped down, they actually guided, they did their, their guidance. And so what happened yesterday was the stock dropped, we dropped about 10%, kind of recovered. And then today we are down here another 5% on this guidance. So what you need to know about Carnival, of course, Carnival is the biggest of the three big cruise operators. And so Carnival, they came out yesterday and they said, actually, there's two problems that we see. One is that the U.S. has restricted travel to Cuba. So I actually didn't know this, but U.S. So the U.S. citizens can go to Cuba still legally, but they are not eligible for under the people to people travel category. And this affects your ability to take guided uh, guided tour packages and cruises to Cuba. So although you can go to Cuba, it does affect uh, going on a cruise. So they mentioned this and they also mentioned that there are some basic geopolitical and macroeconomic headwinds in continental Europe. So they see some slowdown in there. And so this really affected all of the big three cruise providers. So this is Carnival, ticker CCL. This is Royal Caribbean, ticker RCL. And this is Norwegian Cruise Lines, ticker NCLH. And you can see these three really all trade as a basket. Um, today, this morning, we had all of the analysts, like almost every single analyst came out of the woodwork and downgraded the stock. Everyone from Deutsche Bank to Wedbush to UBS and all kind of saying exactly what Carnival said in its guidance. They, they cited Cuba and they cited this weak macroeconomic trends in Europe. And so you can see today, it was really quite interesting how the stock yesterday sold off, uh, ran all the way back up to its highs. And then today we're back down to where it was trading at the lows yesterday after every analyst came out, downgraded the stock. So I think all of these, uh, if you, if you would want to take a trade um, on these, I think probably uh, Royal Caribbean and Norwegian will very likely follow suit when they report earnings. All right, guys, my pleasure to be here with you. Uh, please remember to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and if you're listening to this in podcast form, please remember to give this podcast a review on the platform. All right.
I have three penny stocks that I'm going to cover today. The first is Contravere, ticker CTRV. Contravere is gapping up here 28% in the market. So we had a, a big push in the pre-market. We're still up here 28% on some news. So Contravere is a very, very, very small company. It's a $4.4 million company. So it's absolutely a nano cap. So Contravere has a drug here. They have a few drugs and they're trying to solve this condition for NASH, which is non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, fatty liver disease. And this drug that they're trying to launch, the CRV-431, they're trying to launch this drug, but they're, it's in such an amazingly early stage. And so what, is what has been happening with this stock is they announce, so you can see that we kind of uh, had been trading at this $9 level. We jumped up to 15 uh, in early June. The reason we jumped up is because they said that they had some, uh, basically a, a model of the drug, a computer model of the drug, which looked like it succeeded. And so then that, that fell, it, it gapped up and fell. And then a few days later, they actually said, hey, we have a, um, we took a sample of, of human tissue and ran the drug on the sample of human tissue. And that looked like it worked. And so the stock gapped up to $15 and then faded. And then what happened was the company raised a bunch of money at $6. They raised some money for cash and warrants. And then today, the news is that they went to the FDA and they said, hey, we would like to start trying this on human beings. What do you think? And the FDA said, okay. So here we're gapping up here about 30% um, on that news. Now, a lot of people looking at this stock right around $6 because that's where they raised their last round with stock and warrants. So this is Lucy3370 saying uh, CTRV, not saying it won't initially go up, but in the middle of trying to raise 15 million at $6 with Sharon Warrens. This is preclinical at moment and classic pump in my opinion, in my opinion, look at pop and dump from other day. So I think a lot of people are thinking this is probably not likely to get above $6 anytime soon. All right, let's go to the next stock. This is Axovant. Axovant is a company which does gene therapy, gene therapies. This is a biotech. This is ticker AXGT. And the news today is that Axovant got a big price target upgrade from LeeRank. They upgraded their price target to $18 a share. We're trading here at $7 a share. So what Axovant does is it has a few drugs. These are gene therapy drugs, and they want to try. They have three drugs that they're trying um, to cure: one for Parkinson's disease, and two. They have two drugs for two rare conditions, including one for Tay-Sachs disease, which is a, a rare condition. Now, this is a great tweet from RNAi analyst. This is Dirk, who is a person on Twitter that I really respect. He says here, just two weeks ago, AXGT, my biggest position threw me in a deep hole emotionally and physically, thought I might not recover, so glad I didn't panic and sell. So you can see here, uh, AXGT, this used to be um, a penny stock, but we had a reverse split recently. We had a one to eight reverse split. So the stock was trading sideways. We got a bump here when they announced some results for their Tay-Sachs um, gene therapy. And then once, like three days after they announced their positive results on the gene therapy, they actually raised a bunch of money at $12. So you can see the stock 
fell and then continued to fall. They did their reverse split around here and then continued to fall and really almost went down to, man, like like one fourth the price that it was when they announced the, uh, so down like 75% from when they announced the results. And then today we we're just getting a relief rally. So someone asked Dirk, okay, why, why do you like this stock? Like, why did you invest in it? And he says, it's been so cheap considering the decent Parkinson's assets plus good shots at two ultra orphan indications. So again, people kind of interested in paying attention to this on dips, but today we got a really nice price target upgrade from Lee Rink, although I wasn't able to get any details of this upgrade, why they like it. But um, if I do get more details, I will definitely let you know. All right. Finally, I want to cover Cloudera. This is just this one is just for fun. Cloudera uh, is a company in the cloud space ticker CLDR. We're gap we are up here about two percent after gapping up to about ten percent on news that this company got a partnership with IBM. Now, Cloudera is of course uh, this company has been in the spotlight for most recently. It's, it's CEO, the CEO who took it public actually resigned from the company. And that's why we got this big gap down here, down a ton, 40% to $5. Now today we got news that they had a partnership with IBM. And so people got kind of excited, maybe thought this was the bottom, maybe we could pop up from here. So here's the press release. It says IBM Cloudera announced strategic partnership. Um, but really, when you go and you look at what the partnership is, what it is, is when you go to their website, you can see they now have partners slash solutions slash IBM.html, right? So basically, you can buy an IBM product on their website. They already have many of these pages. So if you type in, for instance, uh, Tableau, right? Tableau has their own page, Cloudera plus Tableau. So this is just, again, it's, it's kind of a non-event, like they added <laughs> page on their website that says ibm.html and that's basically the extent of the partnership you can kind of buy an IBM product through Cloudera's website. So no surprise here that we're almost back from 10% now only trading at one and a half percent. All right guys that's the show for today. I hope you enjoyed this kind of depth uh, into the markets and what's going on. I enjoy sharing these stories with you. So remember, this show is on every single day, same time, 8.20 a.m. Eastern. Hope to see you guys on Monday morning.